It's the Brew Ha Ha Podcast. Time for the drive Brew Ha Ha with Herlinda Hurrah and our guests today, Brian Hunt and Patrick Rue from the Moonlight Brewery. The drive Brew Ha Ha is brought to you in part by the Russian River Brewing Company. Herlinda! Hello, how's it going? Good <laughs> afternoon. It's going much better now that the beer has arrived. Yeah, the beer is being poured. We've got a little Moonlight Check Pills a reality check, which I think is one of the more brilliant names out in the beer industry, of course. And um, I'm super duper excited to have uh, what we had as a breaking story a couple weeks ago. And we've got the perpetrators right here, Brian Hunt, the founder and co-owner of Moonlight Brewery, and Patrick Rue, former brewer, owner of the brewery, B-R-U-E-R-Y, which he's sold off and moved up north here by us in Napa. And you are Brian's new partner in Moonlight Brewery. Super excited. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited, too. Yeah. So how do you like living up here? I love it. There's a lot more trees. Uh, (laughs) You were in Orange County before, right? Yeah, yeah, live by the ocean, but I like uh, I like being around trees better. Yeah, so yeah. you're in Saint Helena now, right on. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about the how the this all happened of Moonlight Brewery. Yeah, who's going to give us the condensed version? Yeah, uh, I started brewing in 1992, and then it became 2021. <laughs> well, you that's a really good job of abbreviation. Or 2022, you could say that. <laughs> Well, luckily yep. you guys survived the pandemic as well, too. Yeah, started in a barn in 92 out uh, Laughlin Road, out towards the airport. Then moved over towards Grayton about 10 years later, and then moved to Coffee Lane about 10 years after that, plus or minus. And here we are at 30 years this summer. All right. Yeah, he's right over there in Coffee Park. I could actually walk to Moonlight Brewery from my house there so but can you walk back well that is well that's actually why it would be good to walk (laughs) 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 and it would be good to walk and then just recently so like you know so let's see it was five years ago that um you know tony mcgee from Lagunitas right bought 50 percent of moonlight right right and uh you guys became you know kind of partners then and then heineken bought Lagunitas, and you had a new partner. That's right. And now you have your back local with Patrick Rue, um, who was actually over in Napa. And how did this happen? A long time coming, and and I love a good story. You know that you can make up, you can tell us anything you want. This is radio. As long as you do it in two minutes. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> well, I've got my version. Patrick might have one too, Perfect. but uh, we look for a long time for just the right partner and. Someone who uh, appreciated what we were doing and wanted to keep doing exactly that and some more fun stuff as well. Yeah, I can't wait to hear the future plans, too. So, Patrick, where did the interest come from? Well, I've been a big fan of Moonlight since I was in college, drinking Death and Taxes. And, nice. Um, uh, just, I love, I love the beer. I love the integrity of Moonlight. It, uh, it's not chasing crazy trends. It is making... The most amazing beers that um, I think respect brewing tradition while um, giving its really own personality, and I think these beers are becoming trendy now. You know, a lot of breweries are now making yeah, uh, really great, great pilsners, and uh, so reality check. Finally, is. <laughs> <laughs> it is nice, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it's really an honor, and um, um, yeah, glad to glad what, to be part of it. Where does your background in, or what is your background in? How do you get into this? Uh, so I opened a brewery down in Southern California. I was, uh, I was a home brewer in law school, so I did a ditch law school or ditch law and uh, opened up a brewery. So I did that for, what, 11 years, then I was able to uh, sell it to a private equity firm and then moved, you know, 
chase my dream of starting up a winery, which is a really bad dream. Never do it, people. <laughs> <laughs> Wine's good, but boy, it's hard to sell it. Anyway, so I'm really happy to get back into, into beer. Um, uh, yeah, my, my little winery up in Napa also makes beer. So What's the name of your to- winery? It's called Erosion. Right. And that's the name. Of the, there's a little brewery there, too, right? Yep. Yep. We make 100 gallons at a time. And you make ice cream, which I wish he'd brought. But next time, we'll have you got you. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so how did the connection get made between you two guys? Uh, we served together on the California Craft Brewers Association, um, kind of the, the state guild. And... Uh, uh, he sort of um, when I started for first brewing professionally, I, I visited him in his old location, and uh, that was sort of a transformational experience to um, to see what one guy can do uh, and yeah. you know, the the reputation that one person can build by brewing it, delivering it himself. Just you know, you did everything, which is kind of crazy. Um, and uh, so I took a lot of inspiration from that, and uh, hired hired people immediately when I opened up my brewery. You can see which one of us is smarter. <laughs> All right, we will continue the conversation with Brian Hunt and Patrick Rue of Moonlight Brewing after our top of the hour break. We're in the drive brew, haha. Brought to you by the Russian River Brewery. Russian River Brewing is celebrating Pride Month in support of Sonoma County's LGBTQ plus community. They've brewed a special Sonoma Pride beer to be released on tap at both pubs early this month. Check out the Pride festivities in downtown Santa Rosa and then stop by their 4th Street pub for a beer and some tasty pizza or to purchase a Sonoma Pride t-shirt. The Santa Rosa Pub is open daily from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. for indoor and outdoor dining. The Windsor Pub is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. They are currently re-landscaping their dog-friendly beer garden, but it is still open daily for the enjoyment of tasty adult beverages. Check out their website, RussianRiverBrewing.com, for more information and follow them on social media for new release updates and other brewery news. Herlinda. And we have a new sponsor this week. Um, I'm pretty excited about the Freshtable that's going to be at Sonoma Mountain Village coming up June 25th. Uh, Hen House Brewing Company presents the Freshtable, a beer festival celebrating the art of freshness. On Saturday, June 25th from 1 to 6 p.m. at Sonoma Mountain Village and Runner Park, this event will feature 160 different beers from over 80 of the best breweries from Portland to San Diego. Enjoy your local favorites and try the freshest beer from some of the most exciting West Coast breweries. All the beer poured at this event will be less than seven days old. God, I love a fresh beer. Um, view the list of breweries, cideries, bands, food options, vendors, and artists at henhousebrewing.com slash thefreshtival or search for The Freshtival on Eventbrite and get your tickets today. And they're all over social media as well. There is nothing like a fresh beer like what I have in my hand right now. Our guests today on the Brewhaha, Brian Hunt and Patrick Rue of Moonlight Brewery. Will Moonlight be at the Freshtival? I don't honestly know. I know we have a lot of things going on that day, and that's a tough one. We don't have enough people to go to all the events. That one, I'm not sure. But you guys are going to be at the Beer Fest, which was one of the original ones called The Good One. Oh, absolutely. At the Luther Burbank Center at the LBC, and that's this coming weekend, right? Uh, nope. The, it's it nine the days 11th, from now. The 11th? Yeah. Okay, Saturday the 11th at LBC. You can look for that. And that one benefits face-to-face, which um, I believe it, that helps um, – people's aids and um other illnesses as well yeah, too, absolutely right? yeah yeah so that's a good cause and that's been almost 30 years of that festival at least 25 yeah i think i've gone to most of them <laughs> just to clarify for you gentlemen moonlight brewing will be in attendance at the festival ah there you go thank oh. you i, I relied <laughs> on, on you for that <laughs> awesome <laughs> someone skilled with google <laughs> 
You know what I'd like to ask you guys? Um, I would like to know the history of death and taxes because that is, to me, your signature beer. I've known of it for years. I've enjoyed it for years. It was the college beer of choice when I was going to college back in oh, the 99s and 2000s. Tell me about death and taxes. Wow. Okay. Uh, that was a beer that I had a hankering for a beer one day. I was working in a brewery over in Napa, and uh, I wanted this beer. I knew what it tasted like, and I just wanted it, and it didn't exist. So, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a problem with the fact that we think of all the beers that exist today as everything there is, and that's just so not true. So... I just said, well, I want to drink this beer. I'm probably not the only one, and kind of who cares if I am the only one. I'm going to make it. <laughs> and it's something that, that works well in hot weather, and that's as refreshing as iced tea or iced coffee. There's that little astringent bite of those that just give that extra, like, snap that makes it go, oh, yeah. And it's technically a black lager, right? It is technically a black lager. It's a miserable stout and a lame-ass <laughs> porter. Yeah, and a really shitty Schwarzbier. Uh, but as a black lager, it is the actual epitome of the San Francisco-style black lager. Ah. Yeah, now I made that up. But still, it is. <laughs> now, it's funny. I go to Europe and say that somewhere, and they go, oh, okay. Because they're used to cities having a style made based on the water, the ingredients, the weather, the food you eat, the cuisine, and something that fits and matches all that. And so when you're in Germany and say, you know, uh, a Munich style or Dortmunder, everybody knows what that's about. And so it was no surprise. When I say that over here, people go, what? Because they've never heard of that being a style from somewhere here. Why shouldn't there be styles from San Francisco? The answer is when it's 90 degrees Fahrenheit, do you want something that was made for snowy weather? <laughs> and really, it doesn't belong as well. <laughs> we, we forget that beer and food belongs with the climate, how much you sweat, how much do you want water, how much do you want carbohydrates. When it's winter, like bony fingers, like Herlinder was talking about, mm-hmm. We made bony fingers because it's what you want in fall, about October, when the wind is whipping dry leaves down the street. You kind of get that little chill there for a minute. That's when you want a little extra carbohydrates, a little meat on your bones, a little extra alcohol to kind of warm those cold corners in your toes and fingers. That's what bony fingers is about. It's for a weather pattern. It's for a climate. And death and taxes is something that would go with tacos and pizza. So good with, with heavy German food, you might want something even beefier to stand up to that. So it's designed for what you want when it's 90 degrees outside. And low hops, because you have a philosophy on hops that we can't say on air. And I actually want to know about Patrick's uh, thoughts on hops as he comes into the partnership here as well. Hops are wonderful, but they're also like any other ingredients. You want to have them in balance. Mm-hmm. To me, a hop is an accent. It's not a reason to exist in a beer. Beer should be much more than that. Nice. Patrick, what's your philosophy on beer? Boy. Um, well, <laughs> I've gotten most of, most of my brewing has been trying to achieve flavors that don't really show up normally in beer. Uh, so trying to take the culinary world and make that, you know, take some sort of great flavor combination and translate that into beer. 
um, which I think is very different from what Moonlight has done and uh, one of the reasons I respect Moonlight so much and that's a big departure from what I'm used to. Um, so, um, a lot of the interesting use of, uh, you know, ingredients that don't typically make its way into beer, different yeast strains, different, um, I don't know. Lots of spices. I've had some yeah. beer beers that have like, you know, and we've had beers with like the cacao and the vanilla and the nibs and stuff. But like, I remember being at, um, a bar in the city one time and he brought out like his vintage collection of, of the brewery and it had like, there was like, it was like, like, you know, cinnamons and vanillas, and then there was all these other things in there as well, but there was also some unusual stuff that you don't see as much now. So you actually are going to do something different going into the future with Moonlight that I'm super excited about that Brian told me on the phone today. What are you going to do over there? Well, I think uh, Moonlight Spears translates so well, I think, to oak. Um, if you can just beef up some of these base recipes, let a mature an oak for anywhere from you know six so, months to a year. I think you can really see some pretty uh, magical things. And uh, so a barrel program. Yeah. Nice. Oh, wood and beer. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I should remind you that we're going to do the working for tips Redwood Ale. Oh, cool. Well, I love that beer. Yeah, that's a great beer. Oh, wait a minute. That's wood. Oh, darn it. Redwood. <laughs> Redwood. Yes, it's in there. Let's talk about some of the beers that you've brought in today. What have we been enjoying? Uh, this is the Reality Check style Pilsner you've been enjoying, which I see you did a very good job of that. The glass is empty, yeah, which means it I'm requires to be filled. Yes, so that would be authentic to the west coast of the Czech Republic. Speaking of styles uh, from climates and cuisines and so forth, and of course, that's another one I like to say that in a foreign country and people look at me like I'm nuts, you know, correctly. Um, <laughs> and I say that here and you can tell how many people did well in geography. There, of course, is no <laughs> west coast to the Czech Republic. <laughs> but like, it is authentic <laughs> to it regardless. Um, so that's what you've just had. Uh, now we're about to have the Dim Lights, which is gently smoked lager. Uh, it's not as strong as a Rauch beer. Rauch means smoke in German. Um, so it doesn't come across as uh, as uh, exceptionally smoky, kind of like what you asked about hops. Hops should be a portion of the character and an accent of the character in the beer. The smoke here is just a minor ingredient, so it's not the first thing you perceive when you drink it. It's, oh, wait a minute, what's that in there? That's what we're trying to accomplish with the smoke. This is really, really. I don't usually like smoked um, beers, which John Hall, you, you can have all of those. He definitely needs to know about these for the All About Beer um, <coughs> that he's been doing these podcasts about smoked beers. This is so light. It is like an accent or like a spice. Agreed. I'm not yeah. big on smoked yeah. flavor in anything, not yeah, just beer. Um, and so when you said that, I was like, mm. but then I taste it and it's like, it's a nice, gentle addition. Mm-hmm. To the taste, it is not overwhelming in any way. So, like, what do you like? Knowing you, you're doing something different with your smoking than other and other people. Can we talk about that on the air? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we're a family show, <laughs> and we're on the public airwaves. Oh yeah, okay. Um, well, actually, Zach was the one that had the formulation uh, for this in mind, and and he wanted it actually to. To taste like when you're driving down River Road and you get the fresh camp smoke in the air and a little bit of trees and freshness. And that was the visualization that he had uh, when he conceived the spear. I'd say that's achieved in this class. And, and that's one thing we try to do when we formulate a beer is start from a, a kind of flavor concept, kind of flavor visualization, if that 
works. This is radio. Why not say that? Um, flavor visualization and then <laughs> sit down as the group of us and go through all the ingredients and our perceptions of how they play together and create what the original concept was. And so there's a couple different uh, smoked malts. We didn't smoke them ourselves. We buy them commercially. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took a couple of them to get exactly the combination that we were looking for. So, when, Patrick, now that like, you guys are going to be your partners now, you're going to be too, Are you going to like, like sit down and talk about flavors? You're going to come up with like, ideas? Or like, is there like, like you're going to get a text message in the middle of the night? You know, <laughs> one of you, uh, like, hey, I've got this idea, or I just had this, or something from your travels, or what's going to happen now? I, I mean, I'm, I'm How so will the excited. partnership work? Yeah, I'm <laughs> so excited about because Patrick's beers that I've had are so full of flavor, too. I can't wait to hit, like, well, thanks. Um, I guess uh, I want to – I don't want to change very much. I want to keep Moonlight as special of a brewery as it is, and that comes with having respect for what's already happening there and seeing what's – you know, that that needs to continue. I think when it comes to uh, getting the barrel-aged beers, it's really let's, – let's map out what makes Moonlight special. Let's come up with some, you know – that's, I'll call them rules, but, you know, a framework on that we can work within and um, – yeah, where would aged beers can kind of fit in that, which is really exciting to me. I, I'm used to not having any rules, and uh, <laughs> I look forward to. So is Brian. <laughs> yeah, we share that. <laughs> the original, the original no rules person. Yeah, and they're very cool. So like, so you're going to still be in St. Helena, and you're going to still be here in San Francisco. Are we going to be able to come and see you at the tap room sometimes there at Moonlight over on Coffee Park? Yeah, I'm trying to make Mondays my, my day that I get to hang okay. out at Moonlight, although the tap room's not open so right now. So if you now. see me <laughs> walking around there, you might know why. <laughs> tap room is located at 3350 Coffee Lane here in Santa Rosa. They have patio seating Wednesday from 4 to 8, Thursday from 4 to 10, Fridays 4 to 10, Saturdays noon to 10, and Sundays noon to 8. And they also do online orders for shipping. Any changes in, upcoming in the tap room? Uh, we're doing some decor changes and changing a bunch of things around. It should be pretty fun. And there's a party June 18th, there right? It is a party June 18th, yes. yes. And actually, let me slip back for a moment and go, you know, the beers when we formulate them are done by all of us together in the brewing uh, department. And it's really great to have Patrick's additional ideas. And I suspect there'll be some he'll completely bring with that visualization again. And we'll all work out and decide how we're going to make that, as well as he'll be part of the team to formulate things going forwards. It's a fun thing. It's a fun collaboration that we do. You look really happy, Brian. Yeah, so I'm I am. I'm, I'm visualizing you opening another beer. <laughs> oh, we could do that. Yeah. And then uh, Patrick did bring his erosion canned wines. That, But I, I'm going to connect you guys like for... For, to have him on the wine show, one of the wine shows, because I think that's very interesting. He's doing some hops in those wines. Interesting. Yeah, can you tell us about those those the wines? That, like you're doing. I haven't. You seen can pour and talk at yet. the same time. Yeah, I haven't seen. <laughs> sure. Here, we can pour for you. Here, yeah. You, you go ahead and talk about. You go ahead and talk about so the hops. We did a wines. collaboration with uh, Sierra Nevada. We took our Muscat Canelli, which is uh, grown in Calistoga, really cool, very aromatic wine, and thought it would pair perfectly with uh, some great American hops. So we did three different versions with Cascade, which Sierra Nevada is very well known for, uh, another with uh, Simcoe, uh, Cryo Hops, so kind of the more um, intense version of Simcoe. Yeah, Cryo Hops, hops would geek alert that. You want to tell them what Cryo Hops are? 
Yeah, it goes through a process of removing the, the leafy materials of, uh, of hops and going more for kind of that sticky, uh, you know, it's kind of the hash of um Because you freeze the them, right? Hops. Don't you, aren't they like a quick freeze dried? Am I right? No? Ish. I think, Ish. They, I think they use, yeah, maybe some CO2, liquid CO2. Liquid to, CO2 to extract them, yeah. Okay. And then enrich the rest of it. So they take some of the extract out, take some of the extract out by liquid CO2 extraction and add that to uh, other materials. So they just kind of make hash, which probably some people listening to this uh, know that is really great. There's a dispensary near you guys, too, so stuff, that's yeah. kind of like handy running back and forth. <laughs> that's my dispensary right there, <laughs> right. Floraterra. Now, Brian, you opened a, a fascinating beer to me. What, what would this be? <laughs> This would be Death and Taxes. Oh! It's a San Francisco-style original. Nice. It's actually fun how many other people have made black lagers uh, copying. Uh, not, I don't want to say copying in that sense, but recognizing this does work for people, um, not just college students. <laughs> and, uh, and other breweries have decided that you know, that's a place, and, and it's, uh, it's not a GABF style per se yet, but someday maybe it will be. Nice. Yeah, very cool. So um, you guys are – you know how much time to the Warriors game? I'm so excited about the Warriors. <laughs> so uh, the party on the 18th uh, benefits the Peace and Justice Center. Yep, in Santa Rosa. Yeah, uh-huh. so it's kind of a, a par- like a celebration for like this new partnership, to, uh, right? And then also a fundraiser at the Peace and Justice Center. You're going to have a couple of bands. Yep. I'm going to guess there's going to be some food trucks. Oh, yes. Patrick, you'll be there? I'll be there. Can't okay. wait. Okay, so if you guys want to get the chance to meet, you know, Patrick – and uh, congratulate both Brian and Patrick. I would get down to the brewery and donate also to the Peace and Justice Center on June 18th over at Moonlight. But what else do you guys want people to know about? I mean, I'm going to let you guys talk to each other here for a second. What do you? What do you? Yes, what have do you, a staff meeting on air. We have them all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't new new plans, new new things to be excited about, new directions. That's uh, that's all good. Yeah, definitely. I mean. It's. Um, I'm used to starting from the ground up, and it's really nice to come into uh, um, a great brewery that has you know, Zach is making and his team are making outstanding beers. Um, you know, Aaron, um, your daughter-in-law is uh, such a wonderful person to be around. It has such a great culture, and um, uh, yeah, it's really neat. I feel like I joined a family. Like I bought into a family, basically. Wow, you did. Yes, yeah. you did. And we welcome you, and that's going to make it fun <laughs> you know what i'd like you to talk about your gluten reduced beer okay. about that process and what that means for folks all of our beers are gluten reduced uh it's not on the label but it is uh we use a process it's a it's um an enzyme that's used ironically to make beer clarify faster is that amylase uh no 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 it's a uh, well, clarity actually, firm clarity firm is one it's tech trade name for it there we have it. Uh, it is intended to break down a certain size and class of proteins if you're a chemist or a biochemist and uh, that, that cause hazes in beer. Uh, and one of those proteins happens to be gluten. And so it just kind of goes in there with a machete and whacks it all up. <laughs> um, it doesn't make it gluten-free. Uh, and that's actually sort of a trademark term no if something is gluten-free it can never have had an ingredient that had gluten at one time so our beers could never be called gluten-free but they're gluten reduced uh, it's very significantly reduced there are a few people that have severe gluten allergies allergies or issues that 
that uh, find there's some issues with it. And so I tell people if gluten makes you call 911, just don't go there. <laughs> just, that's a good <laughs> time to have wine. Clear, then, if you're like, if you're, it makes you really sick. Oh, boy. Joe's giving us the finger. <laughs> Two fingers. Two fingers, Two. yes. Thank you for clarifying. One hand. <laughs> Two fingers. That was more fun to say. Uh, I think he was saying Warriors are number one. We're number one. We're <laughs> Two number times one. over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. We've been talking to Brian Hunt, the founder of the Moonlight Brewery, and his new co-owner partner, Patrick Rue. Gentlemen, best of luck to you in Thank the new you. venture. Thank you very much. Yeah, come on with the wine one day too. We'll, we'll have yeah, absolutely. We'll get you in touch with our wine folks and bring and, the ice cream. Yeah, and we'll have we'll have an ice cream segment as well, <laughs> and bring a food truck, and we'll have a food truck segment, which is what is usually uh, outside of Moonlight Brewery. Correct? That's correct. Different food trucks each day that you're open. Uh, yes. Uh, granted, there's some duplication, so it's not you know something different all the time. Right. But yes. All right, go to their website, moonlightbrewing.com, for information about their beers, about special events, about the food trucks, and about the changes that may be coming down the line for the folks at Moonlight Brewery. Yeah. Brian Hunt, Patrick Rue, thank you so much for joining us on The Brew Haha.